Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Christus Rex blogcast. This is CG Billiot. I apologize in advance if you hear all kinds of strange noises in the background. This is completely spontaneous. If you hear rain, I am driving in the rain. If you hear my car, if you hear my dog, we're on a trip right now. But I can't help but get this out. As some of you may know, I'm a huge fan of the rapper NF. All right, NF. Nate Fierenstein or something like that, another known by NF for years now, uh, released a new album this past week. This one is huge. It's a paradigm shift in who he is going to be recognized as, as an artist. So we're going to get into all that here in a second. But some of you might be thinking, all right, I've never heard of this guy. Why should I care? Um, Hopefully I can demonstrate why in a few thoughts. This is not organized. I'm not reading from anything. I hope to, at a later date, write a full expose on the subject. Because uh, as you'll come to find, if you're unfamiliar, NF fans are almost almost cult-like. It's a very, very uh, committed community um, who, yeah, I could speak from my own experience, like we follow that guy's music around like it's Christmas. I mean, I, I can't tell how many times through the years, you know, he's releasing a single, he's releasing an album, and I'm one of the crazy people who, like, waits and waits and waits for midnight to come, and then so many people are trying to listen all at once that, you know, like, YouTube crashes, and you're still, you're just excited because you were among the first 200 people to listen. Or Anyway, the point is, why, why should everyone else care? Here's a guy who has a crazy, crazy life story uh, in which he grew up with very, very, very dynamic, difficult uh, family situation. He had a guy whose mother was addicted to drugs, and eventually that's what killed her. Um, who she had a host of various men around her kids, uh, some of which physically abused uh, them. Um, all kinds of all kinds of crazy. I mean, that's that's only just a brief summary. Um, to say the very, very least, I encourage you to look up more on his story or you'll hear him tell it through his music. But what proceeded for the rest of his life was this constant uh, pursuit of meaning, particular, particularly in light of this pain. What do I do with this pain? Um, eventually, he was saved by Christ uh, and that became kind of a focal point of, all right, well, I, I want to do music. I have this gift of music. He started out in the Christian rap scene, but I think just just uh, some inference here, and I've seen him discuss this on other interviews and such, I think it was disingenuous for him in as much as, one, he felt like he really couldn't produce the music that he wanted to, and then two, he has said in interviews before, like, hey, if I'm a Christian plumber, does that mean that I only do my job for Christians? Like, no. And I can understand that to a degree, but as I'll get to at the end of this, I think that there's a Christians need to have a robust view of it's not one or the other. It's not like you completely abandon your Christian identity in the workplace, nor do you only do cliche, cringy things for a exclusively Christian market. Um, but anyway, save that for the end. The point is, is he became through his music 2015 onward with the release of the album Mansion essentially the sole voice which eventually multiplied voices for the depressed generation what am i talking about well gen zers uh and some of their older peers 
we have uh, unfortunately become known as like the suicide generation. Mark my words when our children and their children's children look in their textbooks of, you know, what were the kids who grew up in the 2000s, 2010s, what were they like? Well, one of the things they're going to have a hard time disassociating is our high propensity towards depression, confusion, chaos, and uh, suicide. So, So he became a guy who, through his music and articulating his pain, dealing with depression, anxiety, you name it, uh, rallied these folks together in a way in which they could deal with their emotions, deal with their experiences. Um, and that sounds all very sappy, but again, we're talking about a generation that, that has desperately needed that, needed that uh, community, needed that voice, where the church has been otherwise silent, if we're being completely honest. The best we do is quote-unquote Christian counseling, which is either usually disingenuous or syncretistic. We infuse secular humanistic beliefs into biblical principles. So you have this generation of kids that are that are wanting to be heard or wanting to be in fellowship with others going through the same things. And here was his music um, delivering that up to him, uh, up to them. So like I said later, I would like to do a full expose in which I show you through his lyrics, through various songs and albums, like what that really looked like, how, how powerful were these songs and albums and how now the thing's been flipped on its head. Now you have a guy who's saying, hey, like I actually am ready to move on from all this music focusing pretty much on my pain, which is huge. Um, but I think that you know, this is just a quick word to not only uh, other folks, NF fans, and then NF himself. Like, here's a few quick words on why. Like, here am I, a little lowly fan. You know, what would I advise to NF or other artists who might be trending towards, you know, uh, success um, in light of years and years of pain? Why, if you're not careful with that which is now, quote unquote, making you happy you're going to end up right at square one. And I think he already knows that. So let me, let me explain to reemphasize the point, because it's certainly worth reemphasizing. You're talking about a guy who anyone who's listened to him, particularly for a number of years can tell you he has a phenomenal ability to, uh, poeticize pain. When you listen to his music, his various albums, mansion, uh, therapy session, perception, the search, the clouds mixtape and then now um hope all of the preceding albums to this latest one you're talking about a guy who will go into excruciating details as for the thoughts towards depression the factors that led into that heck people if they have heard of them in the mainstream it's because of a song that came out a couple years ago went triple platinum on the album uh perception and that was let you down a lot of people misconstrued that song to be entirely about a romantic or intimate relationship, but it's actually not. It's actually a microcosm towards the feelings he had towards his own father. If you just watched the music video, you would see that. And so you're having a, you're having, you have a guy, a complex individual that uh, people for years have been anticipating and anticipating how else am I going to be able to relate to this guy? You also have a guy who, rare for his age, very rarely today, particularly in the mainstream, regardless of the genre, are artists actually capable of telling stories. They they tend to lean into the abstraction in such a way that 
other than a few common tropes or themes or ideas, like you really don't know a whole lot about the artist other than just the catchy songs they put out. Whereas NF fans for years now have been able to quite literally look into his mind through songs and you start rooting for not just that which comforts you because of your relatable experiences, but you're leaning into like, I hope that it works out for this guy. I hope that things improve. Um, and you can see, particularly as a Christian, there are various songs where he knows and having, having begun a relationship with Christ years and years ago that like ultimately his salvation, his comfort ought to be in God. He ought to draw nearer to God, develop that. Um, and yet like he keeps trying other things. He, you know, he's, he hasn't been necessarily explicit about that as much as perhaps we'd like. Um, but I think this is a product too, whether it's NF or maybe we can call it the NF generation of these kids dealing with incredible pain and depression and mental health, this, that, and the other. Um, we might say that him and all these other folks have, have just yet to be properly discipled, be given a proper uh, teaching of of theology of that which is is pronounced by the decrees of God to say that no like if you're truly in him you will not be snatched by his hand um, and that this life doesn't prop, pro, uh, doesn't promise happiness but it promises joy and the the jewel of Christian contentment as said by Jeremiah Burroughs um, is that is that in and of itself it's contentment that's the 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 jewel of joy so to speak is contentment um, but it's something that is not inherent to our sinful nature. It must be learned. It must be received. Um, and so to NF, to NF fans out here who are now looking at this new album in which he's, you know, engaging in this paradigm shift, I would just say that again, we cannot just loosely throw God, loosely throw faith, loosely throw religion, loosely throw Christ into the matrix of our life as merely another variable and a complex equation that really benefits us like no Christ is not something that we add to our lives he is the totality of our lives um, which is to say that unless our purpose our joy is truthfully and unequivocally uh, rooted in him and exclusively him then all of the myths and the temporary guises we lay upon ourselves will merely be that they will be temporary things truthfully um, so at any rate, some of the things which NF uh, has put out in this last album, for example, have been with respect to, uh, the very first, al- the very first song in the album, Hope, right? Which is also the name of the album. He talks about, uh, what's the definition of success, uh, listening to what your heart says. Well, here's the problem. And this, this to me just reveals again, that problem of, uh, not really having the chance to be discipled. No one has taken this man under his wing to disciple him through the word of God is the word tells us in Jeremiah 17, that the heart is deceitful above all else who can know it. We're also told that in our unregenerate state, our heart is literally a stone. And unless the spirit acts upon it to remove the heart of stone and give us heart of flesh, like we cannot trust the inclinations of our heart. They're sinful and wicked. Um, and so the problem that have the problem that has plagued our society, the problem that has plagued this uh, generation has been the humanistic lie that man's salvation is found rooted within him. That if you just look deep enough, if you just wish upon a star, you will become all that you are, right? Like we bought into the Disney lie. We bought into the humanistic lie 
that if you just keep searching, keep searching, you'll find it. Like, no, 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 no. You will not find it. Man's salvation is not from within himself. It is from without. Um, and we know this, even in our denial, what you'll come to find is the folks who say salvation is from within, yet they are inculcated. They are constantly catechized from without by the weekly liturgy of the nightlife scene, by the uh, priesthood of celebrities and self-help thinkers. They're still relying upon salvation from the outside, which is what man is called to. We have to hear the word from the outside. We have to receive the sacraments from the outside. We have to know Christ who is external to our wicked nature. We know this, we deny it, we say it's from within, and yet what, what all do we turn to? We turn to external uh, stimuli, right? Um, and so my advice to NF, my advice to the NF fan base is, no, 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 the, the definition of su- success is not what, uh, listen to what your heart says. Actually, that couldn't be farther from the truth. You need to listen to the heart of Christ, which is found in his word. Um, and o- then and only then, well, we be truly able to embark, particularly in the name of the song, in the name of the, the album, hope. Will we be able to secure hope? Because, for example, the Western definition of the word hope is really, if we're being honest, wishful thinking. You know, I hope it rains today. I don't really know if that's going to happen, but I hope it does. Wishful thinking. I hope that, you know, I win the lottery. But again, that hope is not really secured. It's wishful thinking. Whereas the, the biblical definition of hope Tikva is the word in Hebrew, means uh, it, it means assurance. It means a guarantee. It means a trust in that which is already guaranteed. So when the when the Israelites are said to have hope in the word of God, it wasn't wishful thinking. It's in fact a knowledge. It is a fact. It is God has said, therefore, it will happen. Why? Because while we are unfaithful, God is more than faithful to demonstrate his glory in what? In keeping his promises. And this is essential for those who have, uh, I'd also say that I, I don't think I would be, I don't think I'd be far off in saying that many in this NF generation who have been um, outcasted by the church uh, or have felt outcasted, that is, uh, who have felt isolated in their pain and depression and this, that, and the other, there are probably also proponents of the, uh, the what I call the conversion uh, generation, where they probably too went to the altar a number of times and gave a profession of Christ, a profession of Christ, a profession of Christ, rededicated their life, rededicated their life, and yet they were never seeing fruit. Why? Because they weren't uh, they weren't properly discipled. They weren't properly uh, taught how salvation works. Salvation is not drawn up by a man-made revival. Salvation is not drawn up by the construction and the policies of a church camp. Salvation is not conjured up by a really good, quote-unquote, uh, worship session in which the drums are just playing the right way and the music's the right way that, quote-unquote, you feel the spirit. No. Salvation is by complete and entire surrender thrust upon you by God in the time of his choosing but also upon the reality that if you're born into a Christian household, you already belong to God. The question is, is will you be led by the Spirit to, to persevere and be faithful? And the only way you're going to be able to do that is in faith, trusting in the promises of God with that true version of hope. With that true version of hope that says, I will believe because it is certain, right? Um, so this generation of NF fans, so to speak, I'd say that many of them that grew up in that conversion generation, uh, 
part of their uh, the the disassociation per se that they make between Christ in their life and then the reality of the life, the fruit of their life, is be is because again we have taught unto them a hyper spiritualized version of Christianity in which. Christ, if he's at work at all in your heart, is only at work in the things which cannot be grasped, the things which uh, are feelings, are, are subjective realities. But in reality, Christ is Lord over all, uh, including those tangible uh, comforts that, that you are seeking. And again, like those things are only going to be permanent and not temporal if you have a biblical understanding of what true hope looks like. So I'll cut it short here. Uh, I will say the, uh, because, because again, I, I hope to do a later expose of the wonderful works of NF. Again, I don't want to, I don't want this to come across as I'm not a fan. I'm a huge fan of NF. Absolutely love him and support what he's doing. But as someone who, like many of his fans, like genuinely is interested in his well-being, as we should be for all of our uh, brothers, sisters of Christ and our, and our fellow man, our neighbor, right? Uh, as someone who's interested in his affairs and the state of his heart and soul of like, wanting to tell this brother, like, lean into the scriptures, um, not merely as a coping mechanism or an obligatory uh, sense that, you know, we must fulfill and check off that box, but study them as a student. And you'll come to find uh, that a lot of these questions you've had for years, whether it's to NF or NF's fans, uh, are truthfully and only revealed in Christ, truthfully in Christ, firmly upon Christ, uh, explicitly upon Christ. Um, but anyway, I digress. The point is, huge fan. Go check out his new album. It's terrific. Uh, and hopefully for you new folks, it'll send you spiraling down his old stuff so that you can compare and contrast. Like, whoa, this is a huge paradigm shift. Uh, like I said, hope to do a later piece on more of his works. Uh, but for all of us, may we be encouraged um, by something like this, particularly at a time in which many musicians and celebrities, artists, whatever, are, le- are leaning only further into the void of chaos, confusion, and darkness, right? Uh, but this gives me hope, no pun intended, uh, that guys like NF who have kind of teeter-tottered the line of being, you know, explicitly like telling the world unashamedly I'm a Christian, like they start leaning into okay, well, what is it What is it to really live in Christ? Uh, and I hope this forum. Uh, but I'll, ooh, ooh, I, was, I almost forgot to mention this. I would be remiss. I would be remiss if I didn't throw this in here at the very end. Uh, one of the things that's remarkable about this paradigm shift, he mentions it in the first song, Hope, again, and he mentions it scattered throughout the other songs, is he talks about how having a child, having a son, has radically changed his uh, worldview or had a remarkable impression, a remarkable impact on his worldview, Uh, his sense of meaning, belonging, etc. That is so huge, particularly for this quote-unquote NF generation, this, um, these Gen Zers and, and, and these kids right now who are just being led astray in so many directions because of the culture, because of the education system, because of the uh, quietness from the church on how to live practically in this life with faith. Um, this is a huge message to them to say, no, 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 God's natural design that a man should leave his father and mother and be joined to a bride, right? And then that, that marriage, that covenant is so strong, that love is so strong that it literally gives living fruit, produces children, right? A lot of times we have pitched that idea to to 
our generation as simply a choice, simply a preference, simply something that uh, is optional because the results may vary. It's optional because, well, you know, that might be for you, but it might not be for me. And, you know, you might enjoy it, but I might not. Like, no, 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 no. Again, if we lean into the promises of God, that which he has declared is in fact good, we will find it really, really does good. It, uh, it changes man. Man is, is more fulfilled as he advances in his responsibilities that God has given him to be fruitful, multiply, and take dominion. Well, well we come to find our generation that's so wary of obedience will come to find that uh, it's, in fact, in obedience, contrary to the beliefs of our wicked hearts, it's in obedience that we find the highest degree of satisfaction and the highest degree of safety. Um, and so it's encouraging to hear somebody like NF talk about how marriage, child rearing, responsibility has altered uh, not just the way he lives, but it's actually given him hope. It's given him that purpose. It's given him that joy, that beauty, that the truth, goodness, and beauty that man is longing for is actually found in responsibility. And this is because aside from, as you've heard me say many times on this show, aside from the meta-narrative of scripture that is focused around redemption, man's redemption from the garden unto the garden city in Revelation, uh, one of the meta-narratives of scripture is that man would be matured, that God desired for Adam and all those after him uh, to be sanctified, matured, completed by the work of the Spirit. Um, so this was just a small, I mean, obviously I probably went down a further rabbit hole than many of you anticipated, but the point is when I hear NF say something like that, I just want to shake his hand or shake him by the shoulders and be like, yeah, man, like turns out like when we trust the promises of God and start living in obedience in the natural order, which he has created, we will find not just that they really bear tangible fruit, tangible ways of dealing with the rest of the life experience, so to speak, but the most joy, satisfaction, and safety are found in those things. So anyway, just thought that was a neat little cool thing to throw in there. Uh, like I said, hoping to do a later piece um, on NF and his his works and, and uh, how I would love to convince him to become a Calvinist <laughs> or reformed. Uh, but anyway, anyway, anyway. As we always say around here, uh, whatever is whatever it is, whatever you wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever is done in Christ. Uh, is not wasted. Faith, faith in Jesus Christ, whatever's done in faith is not wasted. Sin is dead, death is next, and Ave Christus Rex.